All right, there you go. Thanks for joining us in the Liquid Lounge. <laughs> no problem. Danny Davis with Convectium, chairman and founder. Thanks for being here. You've got a lot Thanks, of cool, man. exciting stuff going on. You want to talk about some certain things that we're interested in hearing about. So for those that don't know, tell us about you know Convectium, what it is and what you do there. Sure. So from a consumer side, we make it easier for consumers to get a large amount of cannabis uh, <laughs> faster. So we're, we're kind of cool there. But we're mostly a B2B company. And what we do is we allow companies to use our system uh, to get better products to you. So better cartridges, uh, faster. We offer the world's leading filling system for cartridges and disposables and syringes and and uh, pills and all the other, there's about six different things that it can fill. Uh, we offer a capping system. Uh, so we offer childproof capping, which is we're the only company in the world that does that. Uh, so we're kind of an innovation company. We're an infrastructure company that just happens to be in cannabis. Uh, we identified a need and we like to say that we solve problems, we don't sell products. So when you said you're helping consumers, you're helping consumers indirectly by helping businesses. So. Correct, we're giving them something to go into a store and ask for, which is I want a cartridge that doesn't have glue in it. I want something that the top's not gonna pop off. I want something that gold, that's gold-plated so the battery actually works with this thing. I want it to be pure of you know, cleaner, uh, clear of contaminants, so there's not glue inside the cartridge or uh, a, a hand that contaminated when it was twisting on these mouthpieces because it wasn't done in the lab properly. So we're using lab-grade equipment on the, on the, uh, the grower side, we sell, you know, we sell to the grower, and hopefully the, the, the demand comes from the consumer to say, hey, I want a Convectium product. Uh, and that's, that's the ultimate goal. So we are the filling system, the infrastructure. The joke is, you know, we're sort of the cranes behind the casinos. We're not that sexy, but you want to make sure that it yeah. doesn't fall down when you're partying. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like the Intel inside type of thing, right? Correct. Where you want people to, and do you mark your brand on products that you are responsible for being a part of? Sometimes we do and sometimes we don't. Uh, we, it depends on the, the customer themselves. We do a lot of private label stuff. We um, utilize three dedicated factories in Shenzhen. So if you go there, you'll see our name on um, some factories uh, there. We control the workforce and, and all that. So they do uh, dedicated work for us, allows us to do some private stuff that nobody knows who's producing for. And, and we sure. sign NDAs with our clients. But, um, but yeah, we take the same level approach to quality. Uh, in fact, I'm headed there tonight. Uh, so thank you guys for making time for me. Yeah. And uh, I go I go and sit, you know, I'm the chairman and founder of this company five years ago, took a step back so I could focus on product and sales and customers. So I am sort of the chief revenue officer and my goal is make sure that all these products are being made right. Nobody's cutting corners and, uh, and it's good when you have the founder in there because they're not gonna, <laughs> if I yell, they usually do what I ask them to do. So it's, it's kind of nice. So you have you have manufacturing facility three of them you said yes. in, in Shenzhen. Yes, different different products. So we have one that does uh, machinery, uh, we have one that does uh, batteries and accessories, and then uh, we also have two that do cartridges. Uh, and those two are sort of shared. One is shared with batteries, and the other one is just cartridges. So we try to separate that. Uh, don't use single suppliers for any particular item, uh, and uh, it helps eliminate problems. We've had those problems in the past. We were sure. a startup. We started in a garage, just like everybody else, and uh, we built this thing up, uh, and now we don't have to do those things, but doing those things made us you know, know what we had to be in order to be successful. We had to properly capitalize. So, so many companies in this business are not capitalized properly. Yeah. So we went through that. And they're all and, undercapitalized uh, for the yeah, most part. Yeah, unfortunately, that's the case. I mean, I think that's one of the reasons that we're here and we're all sitting in this room together, because up here in Northern California, it's accepted. Cannabis isn't taboo. Institutional investors are actually now taking a serious look at this. Yeah. Uh, but go to any other market and it still doesn't seem that way. 
uh, it's still looked at as, wait, really? Cannabis? You know, I don't yeah. know about that. So, you know, the taboo. Yeah, and you run into people who don't even want to take institutional money because there's been, the, the, you know, the people have been in the industry for a long time. They ha they're, you know, shy, we'll say, mm -hmm. about working with uh, larger institutions. And, you know, we run into this when we, we run ad campaigns for companies and they, you know, they have a good product, put out the market, we advertise it, and then it sells out. Right. And then, then they're out of product because they they haven't, they haven't capitalized their manufacturing process. True. And, and you know, they're just like, oh, well, as we will always just grow in this nice, even slope, but that's really not how big businesses get built. You kind of go here and then you go up. Right. And, and that step is a big step. It is. Right. It is. We've, we've been undercapitalized. We've, we've failed to provide orders before because the demand was higher than the supply. Yeah. Uh, and what you, what happens is you try to rush product out and what happens, it's not fully complete and uh, it overabsorbs oil or uh, not enough oil, the, the volume is slightly off or whatever it may be. And so, right. so we had to go in and, and, and decide, are we going to be, are we going to properly capitalize this company and maybe shave nine months off of our total growth trajectory, trajectory in order to do it right? or do we half-ass it? And what we decided to do is we pulled back. We pulled our specific items off the market. The machines still stayed, but we pulled our two proprietary cartridges off the market to perfect them. And now we have ample inventory to be extremely competitive with other cartridges that are out there. Um, and it's part of our ecosystem. So trust me, it's not easy to do that when a bunch of investors are looking at you and saying, you're growing, but how come you're not growing as fast as we want you to grow? And we say, well, yeah. we, we pulled back our products and they go, what? Uh, yeah. So it's a tough <laughs> That's conversation. That's how to have. business works. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but my, my advice would be make sure you have the right partners, whether it's access to institutional money or access to private money, I don't care. But if you don't have the ability to have a credit line that you're going to draw down against in order to provide that inventory, yeah. you're going to shoot yourself in the foot. I mean, how many times have we walked into one of these shows and seen? 50 companies and then go into the ne next show and only 10 of those companies are, are still there a year later. Yeah, yeah. That's, we were talking about that at lunch. You know, every year coming to these shows and just seeing the new faces and the new brands and the new businesses, but all the ones that were here last year that aren't this year, and that kind of sucks. Yeah, it does. You know, because yeah. the reasons they're not here wasn't necessarily just, you know, the assumed bad business. It was the lack of resources, the lack of access to, you know, good advisory ship, you know, lack of capital or human efforts. A lot of good ideas that are being ignored uh, because money isn't in the right places. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, I see th I see companies throwing launch parties, uh, you know, in Silicon Valley that cost more than any amount of money we've ever raised year to date. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sorry, yeah. uh, in from inception to today. Sure. Um, and so there's still there's still issues there, uh, yeah. and we have to make ourselves more attractive uh, by playing more in standardization, more in regulation. We need to uh, we need to help the stigma go away, not add to it. So we don't use huge pot leaves on everything that we do. Uh, we're, we're trying not to blanket everywhere yeah, with yeah. smoke. And call so that, that NASCAR marketing is what we've. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> right. Uh, so, you know, and, and the other thing too is I wasn't a user before I started this company. I didn't, I didn't know enough about it. I knew the market was being deregulated. My background is biochemistry. But when you're a biochemistry kid, they don't teach you how great marijuana is for you. <laughs> in fact, in the yeah. 90s, they teach you how bad it is for you. Yeah. And what you go back and now look at is that the science fully supports this as medicinal, even as recreational. I mean, I, I don't know the last time I know about somebody getting injured because uh, a crazy weed guy was on the prowl, right? Yeah. I mean, I just, it's such a great, it's a, such a great product. And where's the middle, I feel like that we need a better term than adult use, because you have, you have medical and you have recreational, but 
I would say that the majority of, of it is, is somewhere between that, right? right. It's, it's regulating mood, regulating sleep, things that I would call like soft medicine. It's not, sure. you know, these are things that you can probably get by without you know, having, you know, yeah, so it's we, not like antibiotics when you have an infection. But it's still a controlled substance to a degree. Well, so it needs to have some sort of adult responsible. It, no, it doesn't need to be adult, but there, we need to find a, a word that is somewhere between adult use and medical and recreational because most of, I think, the benefits of cannabis are not technically recreation. No, I agree. Right? It's like more like well, normalization. The plant, the plant doesn't care why it's being used. So, yeah. you know, like, it doesn't care. It's, Let's but, let's do this. Let's take a step back and say, what is the ultimate product? I right? think the word is responsible use. Yeah, responsible. But if we think about it this way, what's the ultimate use of the product? Meaning, what is the product? The product is the emotion that we get from this. It's much like music. The reason that we like music is because it makes us feel a certain way. But the people that are selling us music are not selling us music, they're selling us headphones, right? Right. We're out there selling cartridges. We're selling the medium to get the emotion. Mm -hmm. And so when you talk about words that describe the product, it sucks that we even have to do that because it doesn't even need a name. However, we have to designate right. it because it's yeah. still a schedule one. But what I always say is, um, how do we, you know, we started down the right path of, of calling it cannabis. We got away from weed because weed is still thug and cannabis is sort of executive. So we started mm -hmm. <laughs> moving yeah. down the right path. Um, now we need better words. I think messaging 100% is yeah. half the battle. And the messaging uh, of the marketplace needs to be simple. Like, we need to think about our moms. We need to think about our grandmas. Like, right. my mom's not gonna carry a bong down the street. No. Right. Because the stigma would be there. But what my mom it? would use a, a recreational, medicinal, sure. or adult use pen, yeah. she doesn't care. Well, you also gotta think about, I mean, we gotta think about the kids. Right. I to sound like that guy, but no, the, I have to the truth is, is, yeah. So the, the, the truth is, is until we understand more about it, it's, you kind of got to keep it out of their hands. And therefore, responsible use suggests that anybody that's responsible should and could use it. Whereas right now, we still have a lot to learn about what it does and doesn't do, what it can or can't do. And with kids or, you know, anybody under 18 or anybody that's not responsible for making good adult decisions for themselves, should I think still have some sort of adult hand-holding experience when sure, it comes to cannabis? Sure, but when, as long once as we know more, then it shouldn't be a big deal. Let's give yeah, your kids but I this, mean, give them that. You know, there, I, I, I disagree in one part, which is the alcohol industry is still making strawberry vodka mm -hmm. in a pink bottle, uh, and that doesn't look very adult use to me. You know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think we have an we have an industry like the alcohol industry. We have a tobacco industry. Tobacco has been sort of regulated in their advertising, and what's happening? They're starting to now look at this industry and say, "Oh, we have a new market that we can go after, yeah, and right. we can attack." But alcohol is probably one of the worst substances on the planet, as we all know, because of what it can do, not what it does. Meaning the feeling you get from alcohol is great, but when you use too much of it, it, it people it's change. Not, it's right? not great. Yeah. Right. And we don't we protect children from this. Right. We but but what do we not protect children from the guy that gets drunk and drives and then crashes into yeah. the car? So in a sense that they're still exposed to it in the worst way possible. Sure. When someone when a kid is exposed to cannabis, uh, you know, in its purest form and high levels of THC, of course, we're not going to give cannabis to a child. Right. So we need to, we need to create delivery mechanisms that don't, you know, that aren't child friendly. Sure. Yeah. And I think that's where we're sort of No, at, I agree. We're learning what is and what isn't, what we should keep away from them, what we shouldn't. Yeah. But I don't want us to overregulate something. Otherwise we become like these other industries yeah. and we're treating something that's not 
a terrible thing like it's terrible yeah. I mean, uh, like yeah. let's childproof it let's let's protect it from being utilized let's use some sort of uh, you know child locking system I mean I think we're I mean I you can buy rat poison in the store that's right. not I mean, childproof so. yeah I mean my kids right. can use I mean. a knife to cut their steak I mean that thing is more dangerous than half the stuff right. so uh, you know we are it's a it's a balance and it I agree is. with you and, and how, I think how old is your oldest Nine. All right, so I've got nine, 10, 14, and 17. <laughs> wow. And when all of a sudden your nine-year-old is about 16 or 15, you're starting to witness things amongst them and their friends and what's going on in the schools. Right. You start to look at it differently. I agree and I totally understand and I remember, you know, getting high in high school with my friends and all these other things and, sure. whether, and I was, was an athlete. That was illegal. I, that. <laughs> I didn't say off what. I didn't say off what. Right. You know, we would read. I had a friend. Right. Yeah. This is being filmed, you know. Yeah. Say, yeah. I think the yeah. statute of limitations has run out I mean, okay, okay. on self-incrimination. Yeah. So. And, <laughs> yeah, and for all, for those of you watching, all yeah. four of you, no. Listen, no. Kavanaugh got away with a bunch of stuff yeah. in his hearing and, you know, so you're, I yeah. think you're okay. Oh, wait, let's not tell you that. I started looking at it differently in the sense that I didn't care, nor was I bothered so much that they had it, because I understood why they did, because nothing has changed for decades and generations. Right. But it was how they weren't respecting what it was that they had their hands on. Sure. And that came from easy access, lack of education, which we're not doing them any 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 service by not telling them I agree. things and not educating them and hiding it from them. At the same time, because what they don't know and what we don't know, there's a lot we can't tell these kids yet. Right. And what they don't understand and, they can abuse themselves or make the wrong decisions or right. the wrong message gets sent, and then maybe they're turned off to it when they actually need to be turned on to it in the right way, in the right amount, through the right delivery mechanisms. This is definitely an interesting discussion because, you know, I was about to say I'm envious because the biggest thing I ever worry about with my son is how much he's going to try to get out of my credit card to buy a skin from Fortnite, right? Sure. So I was thinking that, and then I started to actually think, that's actually not true because my son and my daughter, they always say, Daddy, what do you do? Are you in weed? You know, because they hear weed, right? right? And they're smart kids. But, you know, I say, no, I, you know, uh, we work in equipment for cannabis. And then the next question is, Dad, is that a drug? And then I have to say no. And then I say, but it's technically a drug as far as the government's concerned. And my, and my kids Let's are like, Let's talk about what? sex. Let's right. just talk about right, right, sex. Exactly. Like, and then I go, this. you know what? Yeah. Forget the weed. Do you guys want some beer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. LeBron <laughs> gives his kids beer, apparently. Yeah. So yeah. wine. So, I've heard yeah. about the birds and the bees. Yeah. Uh, it easier. So, so it is, I, you know, I was going to ingest, say that I'm not worried about it. But you're, you're right. I mean, we do worry about it from a different perspective, which is trying to justify we're in a business of helping people by doing something that the government doesn't necessarily agree with on a, on a full yeah. level, and, that, and that's tough, right? So yeah. uh, so point well taken, and it is you know, something profound. You know, we've got a couple of different things that, that we do, right? We, we do advertising, but we also have a, a, a AI recommendation product, right? And so those each have their own brand, and we, we did a small event for that, and we made some t-shirts for the, the AI recommendation system. And then now we have, you know, we have our, our media gel shirts. Right. Um, and, you know, Aaron grabbed shirts for his kids because he's like, I finally have a shirt that I give my kids that they can wear to school. Right. Because this is just an advertising agency that, yeah. that is not, yeah. you know, directly, obviously tied to cannabis versus... Yeah. I don't have my kids wearing convectium hats yet. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> granted, I do to go to a Catholic private school, but the joke is half the families there would ask me probably, uh, hey, do you have any extra product uh, from one of your yeah. clients? I mean, we don't touch the plant, but a lot of our clients, I mean, the names in the industry, if you name a large company in the industry, they're most likely using a part of our system. I mean, we're pretty yeah. dominant in that space. So, um, yeah. So, um, to anyone yeah. listening sure. that... Um, 
you'd like to reach who 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 or to everyone call you or to everyone listening <laughs> well no specifically i mean um just kind of recap what what it is that you offer how people can find you sure maybe you want to uh, plug something sure yeah. uh i'll I'll plug more in a couple of weeks when I'm allowed to. We're technically in a quiet period, so I, I can't plug too much. It's lower of voice. We'll but we can, yeah, but we can talk about product. And, yeah. and I'll say this. From a consumer perspective, they need to go into their, their local dispensary, and they need to ask really good questions. And they need to ask, is there glue in this thing? Is there contaminants? How was it filled? Is this done in a lab? What kind of equipment? Because they're ingesting contaminants potentially if they're not doing it the right way, especially with how terpenes react with glue. So one of the things they can ask is, where this cartridge come from? And if it, if it says Cove on it, it's an authentic uh, convectium cartridge. If it says Riptide on it, it's an authentic convectium cartridge. And so we have two products, the Cove and the, and the uh, Riptide, and soon the Reef, which is all ceramic, no glue, no, no cotton uh, cartridge. So great cartridges for the consumer. And for the growers uh, and the cultivators and, and the B2B guys, uh, you know, we're sort of focus on our equipment, which is the 710 Shark and the 710 Captain. Who's the surfer in your yeah. company that's doing all these it's names? Cove, We're in Orange County, shark. man. I had to, uh, I had to keep you. it real. Fair uh, enough. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the, the, the corporate name of our entity is Jack Sam Corporation. My son is Jack and my daughter Samantha. So when I built this thing, I needed a holdings company. And, yep. and uh, now my children are somehow involved in cannabis <laughs> yeah. by name only. But yeah. uh, well, if you keep doing what you're doing the way you're doing it, uh, for the reasons you're doing it, they're going to reap the benefits of it. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping so. You know, and, and that's the goal. I always realize in this business, man, in any business, we're not developing a we're not developing a uh, platform for us. We're really developing a platform for the future. Uh, you know, Media Joe will be in its 10th iteration of some version pretty soon, and that will be your kids, uh, you know, version of it. And so yeah. we're at the beginning of this thing, and I'm excited to see how it goes. Great. We'll keep doing it. Thanks so much for thank being on guys. the show. Yeah. Hey, thank you. Yeah, All right, absolutely. We'll you. Good thank luck. you very much, man. Have a nice flight. Yeah.